Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome. Happy Foot, Sad Foot. I'm Darren Miller. And I'm Travis Helwig. Welcome to the Hangover Edition of the post-game live stream from last night's El Trafico match. What an incredible game. Incredible ending. Darren, LFC I'm still riding high. I'm, oh my God. I'm buzzing right now. <laughs> the last second, it seemed like, at, at the buzzer, if you will, comeback from LAFC. Uh, just what an amazing match. Uh, I have wow. to say from we start just... to finish, enjoyed myself, edge of my seat, had a great time. That Hollingshead goal to win oh, the header oh, was God. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Incredible. Can you believe he pulled that off? Can you? Those, I, two, uh, I, there was a minute left. We were down We were down one. We somehow pulled out two goals. Yeah, well, Nathan Ardaz did not swing and miss. He hit it right into the back of the net. <laughs> and boy, was it incredible to see. I would never <laughs> have thought of the idea of even him even whiffing. Oh, he would never. he was right in front of the goal. He would never. <laughs> well, anyway. I actually, I rewatched the game this morning because I woke up early. And when he did that. I, I feel so bad. I hope he doesn't watch the replay because Ryan Hollingshead and Carlos Vela both go right behind oh, no. him. They, they go, <laughs> if you're listening, I made a face with my, you know, like when there's the monkey who's holding his head emoji in the moment. Yeah. Anyway, all of that, we completely made up. None of that happened. We got our asses handed to us. Darren and I were very excited about that bit and I don't think it was worth it. <laughs> we were doing it in the car after, I think just to like, dampen the dampen the the stabbing of the loss <laughs> yeah all right well, that worked, was a bad ben. one that was a bad one i think like we are you know we've talked about this a lot this has been an unbelievably terrible stretch for the team a demoralizing loss last night i'm happy we chose to do this in the morning because i would have been much more upset last i mean i'm still oh not God. happy but i'm i did not want to talk about that game last night yeah and we didn't <laughs> We did kind of drive home in silence. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> as as was, yeah, that's, I think, what was called for. I'm so we, happy. Hold on. We did, I just that's saw, the saddest I've ever been to. That's the saddest I've ever been to fireworks. I'll say that. Um, I Yeah, for sure. I just want to say that we have a galaxy troll in the chat. I'm so excited. <laughs> I've waited for this day where we would get. We got yeah. People didn't like that we said the Rose Bowl sucks on Twitter, and they, they called us. Yeah, <laughs> well, <laughs> let's be honest. That was not a fun. Even if we won, the logistical experience was a nightmare. I don't know if it was oh, different yeah. on the Galaxy end, but it was not fun getting in and out of that stadium. No, I thought I was being very clever by going super early with my family to the southern part of the whole park to hang out there, and then they went home, and I walked. From all the way, this is the most, 
that much walking to not be worth it in the end for the win. <laughs> oh my God. I'll lead off. My sad foot is my actual feet. <laughs> I am a my- me- I am meant to be a sedentary person. That was way too much walking. I finally got to the Rose Bowl. Then I was walking all the way around it. Then we were in line forever. Then we had to get to our seat. You guys know what a stadium is, right? That's what yeah. it's like to be in a stadium. You guys have been to everyone in the chat was at the game. I mean, we don't have to Probably. explain the, the people who are excited enough bad. to be here. All right. We met a bunch well, we, of cool people. We uh, have a special guest here. Let's. Yeah. We, and we have some guests waiting to come on, but we want to get to yeah. the smartest man in LAFC. He is the one, the only Dr. Vince LaRosa. Doctor, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here, doctor. Thank you, guys. I do have to. I, I apologize. I'm going to have to admonish you guys right off the top, because how <laughs> dare you? After a day after America celebrates what is the most factually and almost understated holiday of all time that you come out and you glorify a result in a way that is just uh, I'll say it. It's whitewashing. And I do not appreciate it one bit because we Uh. need to tell the people exactly what happened. And and you guys just come right out and try to change the narrative. No, as if history is written by the winners. Yes. And we won MLS Cup last year, so we can say whatever we want. That's what they don't say is history is written by the winners, but you can rewrite the history to be the winners, and then you get to write history. Yes. And I would say Steve Buke is our Christopher Columbus, and I just want to make that clear. Oh, <laughs> well, I'll start Jeff by – talk is, is on deck, warming up. <laughs> yes. He's ready to go. So I'm going to start by admonishing you guys, and then I'm going to – Turn it, and, and I'm going to make a confession. I think, Travis, you're going to like this confession more than okay. anybody ever in the history of LAFC fans <laughs> will like it. I bought this kit, and I've only worn it a couple of times, but every single time that I wear it when LAFC plays, they have lost. <laughs> and I want to, I just want to state that for everybody, and I apologize. Oh and and it, and for punishment, I'm continuing to wear it today. And if you guys know anything about polyester, oh yeah, boy, oh, does no. it smell good 24 hours later, or even 12 hours later. Actually, take take that back. Two hours later, yeah. two hours after you put this thing on, it doesn't matter how crisp and clean you are coming out of the shower. You might spray as much cologne as a professional soccer player does, but you will still smell in this yeah. jersey. And uh, I do. I got home from the game last night in my black kit, and I was like, well, I guess I'm not wearing this on Saturday. Like, (laughs) I don't want to wash it and have it get ruined, so I've been dry cleaning them, and then it takes for – whatever. That's not important. Let's talk about the game. Yeah, were you – let's just say this. Were you even even able to walk into your house, or your wife was like, no, get – Put that outside. Just get that outside right now. She we knew. Cannot. She knew that that I was too sad to admonish for anything last. Night. <laughs> uh, well, Vince. Well, um, how I think do we, we should actually it? keep avoiding talking about the game. <laughs> right. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. Okay. I want to talk about right off the bat the thing that I I saw a lot of conversation about yesterday. Eric Duenas. A lot of people. We're very upset about him starting it right back. Why? And he seemed in over his head at times. Both of the goals were maybe his fault. <laughs> but but when I sat and looked at what the options were early this morning, I'm like, I don't know who else we could have played there. Acosta wasn't wasn't ready enough. Like he came out at half. He clearly isn't healthy enough to play a full game at right back. I don't know. I I obviously don't think Duenas did a great job. But I don't know what other options we had. Vince, you're smart and you are good friends with everyone on the team. Tell us what the. <laughs> well, I, I know we want to block it all out of our minds because it was around the pandemic. But don't forget, Eric Duenas came into the league as a right back. And everyone was so excited uh. when 15 year old Eric Duenas took the field against, I believe, the Vancouver Whitecaps. I mean, he played mm-hmm. right back. So it, it actually did surprise me as the amount of people that, when the starting lineup came out, were like, oh my God, Duenas is going to play right back. And I was like, did we wait? Am I the only one remembering this? Like, it's actually kind of crazier that he now plays central midfield and does it at a fairly, you know, reasonable level. I mean, he's 18. Come on. You know, I mean, and he went up against Douglas Costa, who, you know, has been one of the biggest busts as a DP signing ever, but he's still physically a specimen and is an incredible dribbler. And yes, he, as an 18 year old, got found out by Tyler Boyd in that moment you know there is and and you rewatch it again and it's one of those things where like you're not going to get that call eric but like he did get kind of a hand to the face which kind of slowed him down from closing him down but again you're not going to get that call and yeah he learned a valuable lesson but to your point travis like what were the options 
Like yeah. I, I know, I know a lot of people are talking about it. Like where's LAFC's depth? Like there's <laughs> like, everyone's gone. <laughs> Aaron Long's international duty. Mario Palencia injured. Cheeky cannot play because of a yellow card. Like that's four yeah. starting and caliber defenders in all in the same area too. We were furious when Sanchez played defense a few weeks ago too, because he got fucking cooked. It's like Duaneus at least has the speed. He's clearly too small for that at right. this point. And but, keep in mind, this is not LAFC being like, oh, we're stubborn. We can do things different from all of you. No, this is the yeah. constraints of the league. So it's not, it, and, and, yeah. and LAFC has brought it up and I brought it up. And I think you guys have brought it up. Like the team's tired. And also they wish they could have a deeper roster. I just said it again, but I wish we didn't have to say it again. But unfortunately, like I, that's all I really have for you because there's no there's no way you can convince me that this team is all of a sudden garbage. Like yeah. it's just there's no real other explanation. Now I could be proven wrong by the end of the season, but I just I have faith, and I guess you're gonna have to go with me on this one that having watched them just steamroll the league and go to the Concacaf Champions League in absolute style. To be disappointed and deal with that disappointment and now deal with the the extra games, deal with all that and be in a bit of a rut. Like you're going to have to go with me that they're going to be okay once they're able to get some rest. And maybe some, look, the transfer window opens today. Yay. Let's celebrate the transfer window. It's open today. <laughs> Happy foot. Happy foot. Yeah. We're definitely going to get what? Cristiano Ronaldo? <laughs> I've seen some tweets. <laughs> Is he allowed in America? Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if you want that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, statue, want that. The statue of limitations may not have <laughs> lapsed in that. But look, they're, they're going to make some some things. I would say this is just as like a transfer primer. What I have heard and what I know is people have to go for people to come in. They need to have some kind of injection of money, not real money, MLS funny money, uh, in order to make <laughs> some some salary cap move. So keep that in mind. But yeah, celebrate. July 5th transfer. I mean, no one cares about the games. It's all about who's going to be on your team, right? Right. (laughs) I don't. Yeah. I I think of it as playing cards. I don't watch the games. I like collecting. Yes. Yes. Of course. I love Pokemon. Yeah. Um, Can can we take a Sifu and does he, what is his next level? (laughs) Um, That's true. Scottish Sifu. Speaking of Vince, you don't have to say anything, but you get a sense that players are, are, might be on the out soon. Yeah, I mean, I think we can all agree that there's certain players that maybe like their time has come and not for it's not their fault. Like LFC yeah. sells, don't forget, LFC sells them on this. You're yeah. a South American player, you're a hot shot. You're like, man, I could maybe go to Europe right away, but I might not be quite ready. LFC says, come here, we'll right. get you that next step a little so that when you do go to Europe, you'll be that much more prepared. And they say, well, I mean, how well, how long were you talking? And there's, I'm sure there's a timeline spoken about. Like, hey, we kind of think that you need this much time, and then we'll we'll start to look at it. So, this is not this is not a bug. It is a feature of the system for LAFC, and it's something that you should get used to. But it, yeah, it's still tough when you know your favorite player. But maybe you bought, maybe you you saved up all your money and you finally bought that jersey you really wanted with your favorite players name on the back, and uh, <laughs> they might not be around. Adam Conover is very happy because he has a Mamadou Fall jersey. Uh, oh, and he's I'm so happy that he gets to use it again. He's back, uh, baby. And uh, speaking of the the transfer window opening, Mamadou Fall is available to play this weekend. Woo! We made news. Oh, breaking hey. News. Breaking that? news. Clip yeah, it. We did it. Um, let's go. bring on heel of the foot. Jeff Talk was here before any of us. He was. Well, not me. Listen, I was here except the live stream. Making me sad. I was here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's important, first off, to say that everybody says that this is a comedy podcast, right? But I think it's also important to say that that opening bit proves that it's not just a comedy podcast. You know? It can also not be, not be funny, you know? Uh, Jeff, so it's a uh, I, wish, I wish you nothing but the worst. <laughs> Jeff, why are you stationary? Oh, why aren't you driving in the car? Oh, I have to do, I'm going to do a TikTok after this about how Joe Biden is for gas prices. Um, and also, like, <laughs> is feminism good? Who knows? You know what I mean? So that's a packet. The official so setting the of thing. those TikToks. I Anyone see. who's who's watching on YouTube that doesn't know about this podcast doesn't know that these four white guys are joking about <laughs> Are we? Yeah. The joke there that that's not what any of us think. <laughs> All right, Jeff, tell us uh, your bad opinions so we can kick you up. Mm-hmm. Now, because all my opinions are great, but I'll give you some good opinions even though you don't want them. Uh, uh, it's a little awkward because Vince is here. I know Vince knows all these guys, and so I want you, Vince, to know that I know that I'm being in a league that has a salary cap is that we can't do everything we want to do. And I understand that. Like, listen, Dwayne Us, you can't blame Dwayne Us. He's 18 and he's playing right back. He's not been playing right back all the time. If anybody's going to get mad at an 18-year-old kid, 
The problem is the team that puts an eight-year-old kid in the position where he's going to go up against Douglas Costa. That's insane. Like, that is not what a winning team is going to do, is put these kids in positions where they're going to lose. The other thing that's frustrating for me, not only for this game, but also for the CCL final, was we don't have a striker. And we can talk about it the same way we talked about it last time. We can talk about it in a funny way. It doesn't matter. We don't have a striker. We didn't have a striker in the CCL final. We don't have a striker tonight. And ultimately, it's great that we got that set-piece goal. And I think, like, that's really good that we can read set-pieces. But did we look dangerous outside of Carlos Vela being 15 yards offside and putting one past the keeper? Like, he didn't. And, like, that's the frustration for me is not that we don't have the depth that we want, but we don't have one striker. We don't even have Danny Musaski, guys. We don't even have, like, these, like, corny, like, USL white guys that we used to have. Like, we got nobody, man. Like, we don't have, like, ironic mustache Cal Jennings, who was, like, repping for us as the hipster crowd, right? Like, the hipster representation for us as fans. Like, it's it's just, it's abysmal. And that's, like, my sad part is ultimately... We knew yeah, we, we don't have Cal place. Jennings. <laughs> no, I was, I was about to say, how dare you? How dare you slander <laughs> slander the backup rhythm section of the Allman Brothers, Cal Jennings? <laughs> he, listen, guys, he's going to serve us great drinks at La Cita later. It's going to be fine. But, like, my point is, like, we knew that we didn't have this guy after Chicho left. And I'm not even that dude of, like, we have to sell people. Like, people have to move on, right? Like, Chicho needs to leave. Like, that's the model of the club. Like, Vince said, like, we're going to take the South American guys. And we're going to put them in better positions. We're going to money or whatever. And so, like, when people leave, that's okay. That's what we're supposed to do. But you're supposed to replace them. And, like, all this stuff about, like, Chicho doesn't fit the system. Chicho doesn't play defense well enough. Like, whatever. Like, like Carlos Vela doesn't like fit that pressing system. Like we keep him around. And so like, if you're going to get rid of a guy because he doesn't play defense and your solution is to bring in nobody and to play like Stipe Buke at the nine, who I like, Steve I was going to say, he's going to be a really good player, wow. but like wow. you can't have Steve, like you can't have three wingers on your, on your, and you're attacking three and think that you're going to get a, a, a spectacular result against 82,000 people on the Rose Bowl. It's not going to happen. And that's my ultimate frustration is John Thornton for all of his wizardy couldn't figure out a way to get us a striker. And and here's where we here's where we end is that we ended with me not being funny because I'm so fucking mad. You know what I mean? And proving again that this is not a comedy podcast. This is just I just want to say that's the first time we felt like a real sports radio show. It's yeah, just a man like a in real... his car screaming for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I look. I agree with everything you said. A real it's sharp crazy. rant. <laughs> it's crazy. We don't have a striker. Um, I know that we didn't need one earlier in the season, but it's obvious now that teams will overload on Denny Buwanga. And when that happens, we lack real creativity up front and no one is finishing. And also I've noticed, I don't want to talk shit about Denny Buwanga, but he's made some really dumb decisions lately where he, I think doesn't trust the other people up front. And is like in that opening minute, he decided to shoot at a really weird angle instead of passing it to a Poku who was wide open in the center. And that's because I think he doesn't trust everyone else to finish at this moment. I'm not saying that he's not our best player, but he is not making great decisions like he used to make. But Travis, how awesome, how awesome was it that then Mahala in the second half decided, Hey, fuck you. I'm not going to pass to you. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Just for the the comedy aspect of it. I feel like there's, there's, always an, another piece of evidence that justifies that decision and then you can't say it's a stupid decision because it's like look at what happens when he does pass it like we also had at least one cross there's been i feel like the last like three or four games there's been at least one Boanga like perfect cross to nobody yeah like so what's he gonna do yeah. and then like apoku's busy being like a completely neutral non-factor I, like what what yeah, is he supposed to do? I think that would be my my counter argument. If if Bwanga is playing to the level that he can, if Mahal is just playing, I mean, yeah, he's he's absent for most of the time. If Carlos Vela is stepping up his level, do you still need a striker? Like, I, I understand strikers score goals. We need goals. Goals change games. But it and I think you you put up the comment earlier. I think from Tim, like it was working before. So like, mm-hmm. what has changed? Like, so, so if you get a striker, is that a stopgap? Because then what happens when now I have this number nine striker who. I know strikers, a couple strikers. They get a they're temperamental bunch. What happens when you want to go back to your winger, you know, your winger formula or, or all three guys are, are firing in? I, I'm not saying these are definitive answers, but these are just things to think about why soccer is just the, it's the worst sport. Let's just admit it, guys. It's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, I think my point of view is that we need someone who either a Poku or not a Poku in that position to be pulling more weight. And that will unlock. 
Bowanga having a little bit of heat off of him, being able yeah. to show that he can pass when there is a trustworthy move to make. Yeah. And Vela can have some, like, you need to spread the pressure around a little bit to I guess be able my, to make all that possible. Yeah. My biggest thing, because I'm, I'm just pedantic in this way, is like, it just needs to be someone that scores. We need extra goal scoring or and or yeah. creativity right it doesn't necessarily have to be a striker so that's where i bristle at it but that's what you're saying yeah that's just because that i will say you know we've had so many crosses in the last couple games just either go over over the top of the the net or get whiffed or whatever like having someone who knows how to fucking toe poke a goal in would be very nice right now like we've had chances and we've just like our expected goals are very high in most of these games we just can't fucking finish and we just seem sloppy and not creative uh at the moment we've had joey waiting since we started i want to make sure we bring joey joey thank Ah. you for being so patient i didn't think you guys were gonna Uh, bring me on since i'm actively driving Oh, no, that's exactly what we brought you on. <laughs> okay, good. Yeah, I'm so glad that we could Can do this. Can you crash uh, into Jeff? And I, it looks like the exact same position, maybe the same car as Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> this is wild. Wait, yeah, are you, I was going to marvel at the fact that it's the same shot, but that's just like what when your phone I know, I want to show like, no, there's nobody in the like passenger like. seat. Okay, do not pick no. up your phone. There's like... Don't touch your phone while this is happening. Okay. Okay. You have no, no okay, reason to look at us. You have no right. reason to look at us. No, nor are you, nor you and I. Well, I mean, you know, same shit that you guys are all talking about. I appreciate Vince and his penetry that he's, you know, letting us know. It doesn't have to be a striker, but it does have to be, like, somebody who can fucking score a goal. Uh, you know, my athletes, what is I used to have season tickets for the Rose Bowl for UCLA football. So it was kind of nice and weird i have to say the cookies were off the chart but i also got a little worried that they were like fattening up the lafc fans with buckets of cookies because we did i don't know i felt a little logy but well joey has uh, fallen off he spoke about cookies and immediately crashed into a tree <laughs> <laughs> oh man well joey you're welcome back if you make it back <laughs> um let's go with some happy foots and sad foots we haven't done the yes, uh, bullshit that the show is yet. based on some happy foots that I want to just say right off the bat. The TIFO that the Galaxy did <laughs> made me laugh oh, so yeah. hard. You, was, that's a solid happy foot. There was like real, like someone tweeted that it was dandruff coming off it. Like something was falling off the TIFO. It was like it was paint the paint. Asbestos. Yeah, like, yeah asbestos. <laughs> and then it ripped yeah. in half. Well, then they kept going. I, I love that the little corner just kept going. They're like, fuck it, go to the top. <laughs> Do your job. Not our fault. It ran away from the rest of the TIFO. It just also was uh, not, yeah. there was no camera angle that made it clear what it was either. Like it just was dumb in general. Yeah, I never uh, even registered in my mind what it was supposed to be depicting even. It was kind of like a weird, I want to say like my mind goes to like gas side of a gas station mural kind of <laughs> kind of illustration it's like james like, dean and marilyn monroe you know, we all like the galaxy in this neighborhood some of, uh, some of the bad kobe murals like i know why there's all the kobe murals but some of them are bad people did a bad job with those kobe yeah yeah oh <laughs> uh, and then wow. Ilya sanchez getting his first goal uh as an american citizen part. on the fourth of july a beautiful cool. american story that you know just like america is disappointing in the end Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all of the promise and potential mm. and yet <laughs> really gives you or, some hope or by a naturalized immigrant <laughs> <laughs> right 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 man unfortunately Ilya sanchez two on the nose i don't know what what it looked like on tv but from a fan perspective at least in our section overwhelming support for lafc at the game the galaxy obviously had a bunch of flags which made their section seem more lively than it was and their drum was quite loud but i really do like looking on our the 3252 and the galaxy it was obvious that there were many more passionate lafc supporters than galaxy but there were a lot of galaxy supporters don't get me wrong but we i was very impressed by uh the black and gold's turnout yeah me too it would they they and 3252 brought it not that that was in question the supporter section i think was a little bigger and stronger and louder for sure. Not by a ton, but definitely definitively. Yeah. We were like toward, we were a little bit toward the galaxy supporter side and could still hear three, two, five, two louder. 
except for those real, they chose the most annoying drum in the, in the galaxy supporter section to just go all day. Cause they didn't have the vocal. I don't know. This is, this is feeling pathetic that I'm just complaining about the supporter section at this point. Cause that's all I've got. <laughs> Any other happy foots or sad foots from uh, Vince or Jeff? Happy foot. If you had the over under that Taylor Twelman was going to say it's a historic turnout of 82,000 for like the hundred times G on TV. Like they just, bang, they bang that. And it's like, dude, I get it, but also I can see it. I have eyes. There's a lot of people in that building. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't need you to continue to do that. The sad foot for me was just the, I bristled saying effort because I'm not in their heads and I don't know what's going on. But like the first half defending was so bad. Yeah, And it was everywhere. It was not just Dwayne. It's like guys could not even get close to them. It was so bad. And yes, they changed it in the second half, but the amount of energy they had to expel just to get to level is exactly why Ricky Pooge runs through the entire team. Like Ricky Pooge is not this like physical specimen that is some kind of lightning bolt that, that loves to run even. I mean, Ricky Pooge doesn't like to move. And he was able to run past literally half the team. And I yeah. think a lot of that came and So was to- Raheem Edwards. That's a good indication that it's oh not my Ricky God. Oh, yeah. Raheem Edwards, that one time he crossed up half our team. And I was like, do well, you guys remember this guy? Video. What are you doing? I, I do love that Raheem beat two guys. He looked up and goes, no one? Okay, let me try to beat three more guys. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, that was rough. I, I remember in like the 64th minute looking up and I wrote it in my notes. I was like, these guys look real. They look done. Like they're tired. Mm-hmm. They, they'd already expelled everything they had at that point. It felt like. And so, yeah, it, it's not good. I feel like that is, that has been a pattern lately where like, it's like, Oh, we're a second half team, but then you don't have all of the second half of juice in the tank. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So you can't spend so much time, like the entire first half, just figuring out what to do and then only have half the second half to do it. Yeah. 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 We just looked slower in all aspects. Like we couldn't keep up with them anytime there was a, a run in the they also, field. In the beginning, of the, toward the beginning of the game, the Galaxy choked like four times. They could have had like four goals. I think John McCarthy had a good game. I he think did. John McCarthy played really, really well. There was that opening save where it was him one-on-one with Ricky Pouge that he just like poked it away from him, which is a very difficult and smart thing to do. I always say that he makes dumb decisions and I think he made some really smart decisions yesterday. Yeah. He seemed to be putting in some extra effort that went beyond a lot of other, I don't know. I, I don't like commenting on effort. Cause it's like, of course they're putting in all that they've got. Like right. wh- what other, what other mode athletes. is there? Right. Yeah. Do you think it's a confidence thing or a fatigue thing or both? Like, do you think they're in their heads at all at this point? Oh, for sure. Both. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you guys pointed to it with, with Boanga, you have Mahala not passing the ball. Like I think, and I think we'll find out more about it at the end of the year, just because the way the athletes are built, like you can't harp on it, but I think no matter what, whether we result in an MLS cup victory, win a sports shield or take any kind of trophies, I think at the end of the season, it'll be interesting to talk with these guys and, and understand just how much it hurt to lose the champions league final. Like there's a reason why yeah. these are supposed to be at the end of the season. Cause you're supposed to go away, go on vacation and just deal with it. But they couldn't. They literally had to turn around and play, what was it, four days later? And then, so that's, I think, and again, see, it's what's interesting is these are ways that we can actually, the four of us as non-professional athletes relate to these guys, yet we still go, ah, fuck them. They should suck it up and deal with it. (laughs) And and it's so funny that we're like, oh, you're tired and you're disappointed? 
I've never been yeah. that in my life. Why don't you deal with it? That's true. I was all mad right. at the front office. I was not mad at the players. The players seem to be giving up their all. I'm mad that we don't have everything scored goals. That's different. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mad at Don Joey, Garber. Joey, Joey has back. both fixed his technical issues and brought his dog on. He found a dog. I found Welcome a dog back to the show. I, I got off the road. Thank you. Oh, look at that. This is now a good online dog, gathering. The dog cast. One dog. Yeah. Joey, any happy foots or sad foots from the game? Well, I was saying like a bit of an athlete's foot I, uh, to return to the Rose Bowl because I used to have season tickets there. I actually am a little sad I didn't go and look for – we have like a, one of the bricks out front dedicated to my father, my late father. But that being said, it was weird being at the Rose Bowl. I wrote it in the comments like their TFOs are so bad. I'm almost <laughs> at the point of just like wanting to help them out on behalf – like the 3252 like needs to show them how to do a proper TFO. Yeah, that would be and sweet. It is pretty funny we get razzed around the league everybody is so sure that we use professionals and it's like no we can show you proof but we go out there and paint those things by fucking hand Oof. it was i don't know it was a whole thing there were a lot of cookies and i think the cookies were good but i was briefly <laughs> paranoid foot that they were trying to like fatten us up and slow us down by feeding lafc fan cookies yeah i didn't like, see the cookies with but, yeah yeah i, didn't <laughs> yeah, see I, the cookies. I saw a donut just, truck yeah, I saw donuts. And I didn't see Doghouse until I was outside of the the Rose Bowl. But yeah, it was a logist- logistical nightmare, and it usually is at the Rose Bowl. I ended up walking like in parts of Pasadena that I never intended to walk in. Yeah, um, there was a weird. I said, beautiful like, city. I understand why they're separating <laughs> the supporter groups, but there was a weird thing where like we came in a side entrance. It wasn't even the main entrance, and we watched two Galaxy fans who waited in line for like. 45 minutes to get in get turned away at the gate when it was a neutral gate like it was a very i felt very bad that they had to do that i don't know if it was like the security guard just didn't know what was what but it was we were not in that that south end gate we were on the side we're in gate d yeah i don't know i feel bad for the galaxy for beating us is what i'm saying yeah Stadium ingress and regress talk, just really (laughs) riveting stuff. (laughs) That's what we're going to come to this podcast for. Yeah, exactly. I would almost feel bad if we got revenge on the Galaxy. And like the next time that we see them back at BMO, I really do hope that we thump them thoroughly. Like five or six to nil would be really satisfying, but I'm not going to feel bad about that. They deserve it. We definitely should come at them. It was nice in the pregame that Giorgio was really trying to put to bed all of the Payaso rivalry but i still think we're gonna eat that shit up like giorgio knows better but he's a good man and i don't know the team interviews have been increasingly good vince i appreciate you're one of the one of the interviewers who usually puts a good question to to stevie c or the players and i also was really glad to see steve looking pissed off he said it you know he said he was fucking pissed and it's like okay good we're no longer dispassionate. We're no longer saying, oh, we're a great team. We're a victim of circumstances. Like, no, we're we're unhappy again. It sucks to lose. So fuck that. And That's rant. It, yeah. I, I'm not as good as Jeff. Yeah. I'm not as good as Jeff. Jeff is much that, more. Was, we've got I, two solid rants on, on the I show already. Land, this is great. I think great. Landed, the, landed the dismount there. Really just nailed okay. it. This is great. Well, thank you guys for joining us. I, I want to get some other people to, who are waiting to be able to get back on the show. So I'm going to, unless Jeff, do you have any parting words that you want to leave us with? You haven't got a chance to talk in a while. Funny you guys. Uh, I think it's great that, that we sold out. Like, I know it's like corny that we talk about it so much, but like having 82,000 people at that game is immense. And also the ability that maybe this means we can go to the Coliseum or we can go to SoFi next year and we can make this a thing where we, we have these El Traficos in That's these true. big places. We can make it an event. For American soccer, for Southern California soccer, I think is like unironically super cool and like makes me excited to be an LAFC fan. And then, yeah, I just think it's really important that we all focus on it's not always a comedy podcast. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Thank and you like, so much, I, Jeff. I get to uh, Okay, in it seems like we like got a. Uh, wow. Oh, you're breaking oh, up. You're breaking wow. up. Can't Jeff, hear what you're oh, saying. We lost him. Oh, too bad he can't. Uh, it looks like that was really bad technically. The difficulties. He's never, he's never going to be able to really, come back think, on the show. You'd think we'd have this remote, remote thing sorted out, you know? Yeah. Just, I know. And he the just, technology yeah, just never like there. Thanks, Elon. I wonder what else he can't figure out. Okay, so. Let's bring yeah, Daniel back onto the show. I wonder what else he can't figure out. <laughs> Hi, Daniel. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Daniel, how are you? Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm dumb. Uh, I don't. Sure, just, sure. Yeah. Um, fuck the galaxy. Uh, okay. just, first of all, happy foot. It's great that we got eighty thousand people 
in the calls in the Rose Bowl, seeing an MLS game, it yeah. highlights the growth of soccer in this country. And I think I'm optimistic that it's going to keep growing throughout the decades, coming years. I think this sport is on a trajectory to the top. But anyway, Sadfoot, there is all of it. Uh, basically, I'm not panicking yet, but we have to hit the concern button because this is not go- this is not looking good. We just can't score. And it's it's not fun. It's not fun to watch. And there are several moments like, dude, you got to put that in. And Travis, you're right. Denny Bowanga, I have to call him out. It's just the, the last couple, the last month or so. He's just been he he's just not doing it. And I think more than anything, this is a confidence issue. It's it's not necessarily motivation. I think the guys are motivated. They want to win. It's just yeah. it's that CCL final. It just it just broke their spirit. And mixing with the fatigue and the injuries, boom, you have a disaster. And I'm not really liking the the buzz that's going on. Like Max Bredo saying, like, he doesn't expect us to make a signing. No, we got to make a signing. If we don't make a signing, the, se- the season's going to end in abject failure. We're going to get we're going to get tossed in the second round because if we don't fix this issue, it's going to it's going to bite us in the ass. Yeah, and- I do think I, I'm I'm hoping that his, you know, I don't know anything about what the plans are. I'm hoping that maybe he was like, temper your expectations for a big name signing, but hopefully there'll be people coming in. But that's me being optimistic because I do, we need depth. Our depth isn't there. But Vince is right. We need to get rid of some folks first before we can consider it. Yeah, my motto always is don't listen to Max. But that's just because... <laughs> That's just because I love him. That's just because I love Max Reddos and I have to listen. To- you guys get to hear him just like in the edited versions. I get uh-huh. full uncut Max Reddos like 24-7. <laughs> so you got to imagine. Max yeah, you, you, you got to imagine what my life is like. <laughs> Maybe we will be so lucky someday. Well, Vince, do you get the sense that they're at least trying to bring in people? Always. Look, the guy, uh-huh. it, 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 every time I talk to John Thornton and I say something that like is a slip up, he he'll instantly correct me and be like, look, we don't just like, we don't just see the results and go, Oh Vince. Oh my God, we got to do something. Like we've had, we have a plan. We have a, a long-term plan, a medium-term plan, a short-term plan. And we always try to keep some options open in case something goes absolutely haywire. Now he may disagree how bad things are because maybe he has, well, he does have a lot more data, a lot more info into all this, but I guarantee you that if he's looking at it and going, yeah, we have a scoring problem. He's not going to just go, huh? Well, what can you do? He's he's right. got, they've got contacts, and you know the. Well, I will say this: we Max and I, we we will make sure on our podcast, which will remain remain nameless. We don't have to talk about it here, because <laughs> uh, I, I hate plugs. We are going to be talking about the transfer window. We're actually going to have some people that are a little bit more on that side and actually doing some of the work um, cool. to come and talk with us about to give people more of an idea. Because I do, as I've said. No one cares about the results. Everyone just wants to know who's on their team. But maybe we should know a little bit more about how it happens because I don't think it happens the way a lot of people think it happens. Yeah. And I, I, we have a, it, I'll just say it now. I think maybe for next week's episode, it's either, I forget what week we'll have it, but we have an interview with Tom Bogert lined up. And I want to talk to him all about what and how this process works and two, what he's hearing from LAFC, from what he can tell us. So hopefully we'll get some news and I'll, I'll trick him into giving us a scoop. But, you know, I think I'm good at I'm I'm like, like I'm sneaky you know, going on this show is really you get you're getting put in the hot seat. It's a high pressure environment. We're really drilling you with the hard questions. I really don't envy anyone who who really chooses to to take take on that challenge. So, Daniel, any happy foots or sad foots? I mean, I just want to point out, look, it's kind of depressing going into the season the way we started. I literally thought we we're, were going to hit the trouble, but. Now it looks like, you know, even MLS Cup is not guaranteed. But out of all the depression, I'm still optimistic. I'm predicting a late season surge. I think John Thornton is going to sign someone. But Happy Foots, great that 80,000 people, you know, came on 4th of July. I actually hope this becomes a, a tradition going forward. I think it's just, I think the spectacle is spectacular. And I think there, there should be a big rivalry game. But the Sad Foots, everything, we're not playing well. We're fatigued. And most of all, we're not confident. It's just we 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 gotta sign people. We this team needs a fresh reset mentally. Yeah. Well, thanks yeah. so much for coming, Daniel. And uh, yes. you're always Thank you always you. have such smart opinions. So call back in whenever you want. Thanks, guys. All right. 
Um, I want to point out this comment real quick from Jason. Dude, compare Travis's background to everyone else. Can we go back to the wide? I think he's insulting <laughs> the fact that I have this beautiful 19th century tapestry behind me. I don't know if you've ever been to France, Jason, but this is from France. <laughs> Just because it's not centered doesn't mean... <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to ask... Is, that is really doesn't sure? make the issue. Has your shirt been on an, been on an incline this whole time, or is that not does that not <laughs> it really? And it's like what's funny is I think whoever installed it, we had a guy like a task rabbit do it. I think he must have did it at an Wait. angle because it's definitely at an angle. You paid someone to do this. Oh yeah, you think I can do this <laughs> oh, shit? <laughs> Tapestries are heavy. Travis, Maybe, we don't know. Is, I- I guess I believe in you more than you do because I would have thought you could at least get a hammer and some nails. And you don't know me very well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Uh, that strike's got to end soon, huh? <laughs> French well, tapestries, dry clean jerseys, you bougie assholes. Yeah, I know. You guys are learning learning who I am. Yeah, I support the WGA, right? Uh, <laughs> I will say dry cleaning probably is the best way to keep your jersey. Like, Let's do, My let's first do, a, little, few- let's do a little jersey talk. Wash them in cold inside out. I hang dry yeah. them. Don't don't ever put them in the dryer. And your jerseys will not. I see a couple of people every once in a while, good friends of mine. I go, why is your jersey so sad? As like stripes are coming off the, the shoulder. My first oh, few yeah. seasons of LAFC jerseys are all fucked up because I didn't know how to do it, and that's why I started doing dry cleaning. But this is good intel. Yeah, dry, good dry and also dry flat. Don't fold them because when those numbers fold on themselves, it's like flypaper. Oof. Okay. All right. This is good. To uh, know. This is good stuff. Hey, we already talked about how you get in and out of the Rose Bowl. We might as well talk about how to clean your jersey. <laughs> Did we miss anything? I mean, obviously, it's not a fun conversation to have. Darren, what do you have in your notes? Yeah, we keep avoiding getting into it. I do have more notes, but uh, I mean, okay, there are a few things. I'll give you a little menu because we're winding down at this point. But a few things that I remember writing down, uh, and I think a lot of people might be uh, have mentioned this too, the Bogush came in late. And it feels like he's been on the right trajectory. He's been playing really well. I think starting him would have been an option. Playing subbing him in much earlier would have been an option. I, I was upset that he was that it took so long for him to come in. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the overall game plan. I don't know how he would have worked into it. Yeah, but tactically, it, it what was like, the thought there, Vince? Because Bogush, I feel like, has been our best player in the last month and a half. He's been really, really good. Yeah, but ultimately you start with, like, if I would have told you just, you know, before you saw the result, before the way it played out, I'm like, hey, Ilya, Tillman, Akasa, they're starting. You guys would yeah. be like, totally take it. <laughs> and then the change, the tactical change was to get some more pressure. And as much as Bogush is good, he has put on maybe more minutes on his legs and also doesn't totally understand the scheme of pressing as much as Sifu does, who I actually thought was very good coming into the game. And that was the change. Steve put in Sifu for Kellen because he was like, look, we have to get some pressure on the ball. And they did. I just think that Bogus right now, and as as we talk about comings and goings, like his best position is also Sifu's best position. And so he sent on Sifu. It worked out. Yeah. You then get Bogus a little bit later on. But if if you wanted Bogus, it just wasn't going to work in the way you wanted to kind of change the game. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's why you ask these questions. Yeah, and uproar <laughs> in the comments brings up a good point, which is that Ilya Tillman and Acosta starting was undefeated until last night. It's our first time we lost, but I will say that it was clear that Acosta was not at a hundred percent and came out at halftime for that. So I yeah. don't know if we can, you know, statistically that'll be that'll that is over. But uh, I wouldn't say that was them at their full strength. Darren, you saw a fight in the bathroom. Yeah, uh, Travis is mentioning if you're just listening. Uh, How did we not Tim lead Mor- with that? <laughs> Tim Morgan, his comment is is on the screen. Happy Foot, no supporter groups fights on TV last night from the game. Yeah, this was definitely not on TV because it was in the bathroom. But I did, I did witness a fight. Give us the play by play. What exactly pretty, happened? Blow by blow. This is, blow. Let's go. I mean, this is going to get kind of dark. I, this go. is. It was a bad go. scene. Was it? it? Uh, they the are, results weren't terrible. It was like yeah, I've unfortunately fine. encountered because this was actually. I'll tell you what. This was the first non like bubble like game where people could be there that I have not. I've been to every single Galaxy LAFC game, and this was the first mm-hmm. one I, I stay much at home. But Darren, I can definitely attest to like. When you see it, like you just feel it's not like it's like, oh, yeah, guy punched another guy. Oh, crazy. It's like you walk out of there and you're like, I need a shower. Like, this is yeah, dark. Like, it, there's just like, something doing that? there is. And, and it's something that I've like hammered on a little bit to people because like ultimately I love this game. I love it so much. And I, I've, you know, dedicated my life to it in ways. 
but I just, I cannot relate to some of the things that happen in these moments. People with like families fighting, like you literally, there's kids crying, like, and you're seeing like the dads well, go at it. This is, just, Aaron, this tell is this what story. I saw. <laughs> Oh, this is what dark. happened. Yeah. You forget how violent violence is until you see it. wasn't it. that, see, on the grand scheme of things, it wasn't like a big fight. It was just like, I just like got, I, well, I was using the bathroom, so I missed the, the what started it. But then these guys were screaming at each other. I caught the end where he, they're like, I just saw this guy like still taunting at the guy he just fought with and tensions were still really high. There was like a huge crowd of people in the, in the bathroom, like trying to calm it down. And then he turned back toward me and I see his entire shirt is completely ripped. And I, and he was still like really heated. And I was like, this guy's on one. But then he takes his daughter back from some other guy who was, who must have been carrying her during the fight and is like holding his daughter and she's crying. It was awful. Oof. And then he's just like, why? He still had to go to the bathroom. He hadn't gone yet. So then he was just like going to the oh, bathroom. <laughs> just like, That's so funny. It's, it's like, I got really got pissed. My shirt is yeah. ripped off, but I really got to piss. <laughs> it's just like, and it's also whenever something like that happens, it's like, you also see the overwhelming majority of everyone else around them just being like, this is a terrible thing. This is a terrible idea. Why is anyone doing this? Like, it's always like 99% to 1%. And it's like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? It's such a weird impulse, too, because I this team makes me so happy and upset and I get so into it and I feel it so personal personally. But like never in a million years would I be like, well, if that guy is yelling at me, I'm going to punch him. I don't like it's just not part of my brain. (laughs) I don't know. We let him yell at me. Different soccer teams. Like, what what is this about? (laughs) Yeah. Humiliate them on Twitter instead. That's the. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's anyway. because the two fights I got in in my life I lost. And so my impulse has moved away from that. <laughs> it's not a good strategy. The pen is mightier. <laughs> <laughs> One fight I got into when I was in eighth grade, a seventh grader was making fun of me for my speech impediment and was calling me Twavis. And I, he did it so often that I finally was like, fuck, let's fight. And then he kicked my ass. Wow. <laughs> so he won wow. both ways. Although he went to what jail is- for punching his mom later in life. So I think I won in the end, Patrick. Jeez. Buried the lead there. (laughs) Wow. Can we get even darker? Let's go. (laughs) Let's see what we can do. How much further can we go? Ivan, the creator, says the classic, hold my daughter before a fight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Yeah. Talk about Pooj. You know, I don't know if that's a if he's a galaxy troll. (laughs) I don't want to talk about Pooj. He absolutely destroyed us. Well, he's very... He's very good and, and look and it's I, I he's a talented player. He's a very talented player. He's a good player. But like if you give anyone that kind of time and space, they're gonna look like Ricky Pooch. And in the first half, he was incredible. Second half, he's a passenger until we run out of legs. Like that just goes to show you the kind of the difference in, in how simple the game can be sometimes. I mean, you can get pressure to a guy, he's not he's not gonna be as instrumental. He's not like that's the funny thing is it's not funny because eventually because ultimately he gets to carry the spoils of this but like everyone's being like look he just wanted it more that is like the last thing that people would say about Ricky Puj up into this moment as he wanted anything more I mean he literally yeah. played his way out of Barcelona because he did not want it more so it's just that's kind of sad that that LFC kind of now has put him on that pedestal and they're going to have to try to knock him down the next time they play because they're going to you know they're going to they're going to coast off that for a while like how yeah. many times? How many times can the LFC save the Galaxy season? Yeah, truly. And well, and we're always like, could this turn it around? And it's like, no. They only care about this one game. Yeah. And they like, <laughs> it's obvious that they gear up for this one game. And Ricky Pooj was really upset that he got called a clown for being excited and wanted to prove us wrong. And guess what? He he had a storybook ending. Like as people who like stories. That was a very narratively clean game for Ricky Pooj, who proved us wrong. And it wasn't fun to see. And it was a great run where he outran Eric Duane. Yes, he was out of position. But what can you do? What can you fucking do? Anything else before we start wrapping it up? My dog is snoring in case anyone hears it on the microphone. Well, that's yep. a, that's a, a ringing endorsement of how well we've done on this podcast. So I think it's a good time to just call it a day. <laughs> maybe, maybe Jeff was right. This is not a comedy podcast. <laughs> Jeff, it's possible that, that that's true, but it's still there's got to be a way for that to be true. But Jeff to not be right, right? J140 says, by the way, this is Carson's fourth win in MLS this season. Ooh. I don't know, I don't know what, if that's good or bad. Tyson, what do you have to say? 
Tyson is now on camera. If you're just listening, okay. No, that was Tyson's happy foot. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that's that's two dog sightings on the on the show. So hopefully, hopefully satisfying for somebody. Before we before we take us out, I I want to force Vince to to do some plugs. Uh, if you will, where can we, we're getting you pre pre takeaway publishing. Is this correct? Is this true for this, this morning? Is true. I literally was pre proofreading before, before this. So we, got I, the, we got the sneak uh, yeah, on this one, but you did, and I, I definitely shared some of thing. Yeah. Read the full thing. I, I did. I didn't go into too much detail on what the takeaways are, but it's Vince LaRosa.substack.com or they will eventually be up on LAFC.com. So either place you want to read them, go for it. And then, the aforementioned Max and Vince podcast will probably be recording tomorrow and we'll be talking about this game too. Great. Great. I also want to say to Mike Gutierrez in the comments, I'm sorry. He came to our section last night trying to find us to give him his scarf that he purchased and we didn't have good service. So I missed his message back to us before until we left the stadium. So I'm sorry, Micah. I promise to make it up to you next time. We see you at the stadium. I apologize. Sorry for making you walk around that entire venue to find us. Oof, we all walked enough. Yeah, that's a good. Uh, we just put a good capper on there. Started Darren talking about walking and then talking about walking. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it was fun that's to the, drive my real car takeaway. on a golf course. It was really. It's like a dream to drive a car on a golf course. I feel like it was very fun. That is fun. Ugh. All right, this well, was a good way to end, Vince. Thank you so much for always coming on. You're always so much smarter than us and gave us actual insight. So thank you. Always yes. Good. We've been missing it. All right. Yeah. We love you, you. Everyone. For everyone for joining the show. Thank you for being in the comments. Thanks for sticking with us and for sticking with the team, I guess. I mean, we have no choice. <laughs> it's just in our bones. If you want to become a Galaxy fan, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how we should start anything on the podcast to do some kind of subliminal secret thing to try to convert Galaxy fans over like very slowly over time. We should just do a persuasive one episode that's like what you send to your Galaxy fan friend. Yeah. That's just like, hey, man, you don't got to tell anybody. Like, it's cool. We know that we're better. (laughs) A little little toe in the water. Yeah. Anyway, that's just our larger project. Okay. So, everyone, thanks for tuning in. (laughs) Everyone hit the like button. We always forget to tell people to do that. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Subscribe to the show. Become a patron if you're really into it. Thank you for all the support. Um, we'll see you right. soon. I love you, you all. See you at BMO, up. baby. Love you. Bye. Against a rival? What? <laughs> Bye. I don't give a shit about San Jose. <laughs>